0: That's right, uh, I finesse my way into this game like left, right, uh, up, down, fuck you saying, what's that check, right, uh, bust downs for the whole team, what it look like, uh, and shit, you could tell me, let me get to these facts, ain't no more dancing around it, everybody got that word, somehow I really doubt it. it.
1: What's up everyone, welcome to the Competent Conversations podcast, my name is Richard Neal. And I'm here with my co-host, Taquan Lino. Today, oh. we have a very interesting episode for you guys. We're going to talk about how everything that you're experiencing, even the thoughts that you have, your perception, those are all a reflection of you, mm-hmm. right? So you've heard the saying, probably the world is your mirror. We're going to like delve a little deeper into that. Um, now, Taquan, have you had anything like, let's say in this past week or month that you uh, were things maybe that were revealed to you that you had to kind of like, maybe you ha- you had, you having a hard time wrapping your mind around it, or just like it's something that intrigued you. And it's like, you know, uh, I got to look at this deeper. It, like anything bothering us pretty much, mm-hmm. like it's a reflection of us in some way, whether it's our beliefs, whether it's our perspective of it, whether, you know, we're being selfish in the moment, whatever it is, like it all is only as real as our perspective and our thoughts make it so do you have something that is like a pressing thing for you
0: yeah i'm gonna give you um two little situations real quick so the first thing i want to just um highlight is when you gave me this topic i was like thinking about it trying to figure out examples and and the whole idea was the mirror right i kept thinking about the mirror we are a reflection of ourselves like what does that what does that actually mean so i started thinking like if i can physically place myself in front of a mirror and i'm just thinking mentally what do i see so now i see myself i see my my appearance but if i look deeper if i like look at who i really am at my core what do i see what makes me who i am what makes me tick what makes me keep on going you know what inspires me what drives me what pushes me and then it's like all right i got this list of things that make me who i am as a person now let me look at my actions. Do my actions actually reflect those things that make me who I am? Mm-hmm. If not, where's the where's the divide at? Do I have to look at my actions and say, well, if these are my actions and they're not the same as who my characteristics show I am, maybe I'm lying to myself when I look in that mirror. Mm. So. Um, I, I, I like to say like, you know, we talked about this on the podcast before, like taking yourself outside of yourself and examining it. So when you gave me this topic, I kind of looked at it on a deeper level. It's like, yo, what are my actions doing? You know, and if my actions are misleading or misrepresenting the person who I truly am, then I need to go back to my actions and say, well, listen, I got to divide this up and like shave off the bad actions and like try to replace them with who I really am in my core. Because I'm not sure who I truly am at that point in time, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of one of the um, interesting things that I thought about. Just it was like a little mental exercise, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. And then um, the one actual experience I had was when I went to Texas um, a couple weeks ago. I had um, met a couple people on my way down to the to the airport, um, and I met this guy on the flight, and I met this, you know, and my trial was pretty much and. I'm not going to lie, like, that time and in, in this whole um, reality that we live in, mm-hmm. I was just like, like you know, because we do the podcast and personally train, like and our own realm of life, you know what I mean? Like, I just didn't feel like myself. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't know. And I guess that vacation was what I needed, just to, like restart everything, reboot who I am, just kind of like give me another break and just realize that this is who you truly are. So what happened was I found myself engaging in conversation with people. And as an introvert, that's one of the hardest things for me to do, because normally I just like put my headphones on and ignore the whole world. But just talking to these people, I started realizing that I was inspiring them in a certain manner, which reminded me that this is what I do. I inspire people. I'm that uh, beacon of hope that, you know, that ray of sunshine and shit like that. And when people normally talk to me, they get this positive aura about me. They see that I'm mostly optimistic and everything like that, you know what I mean? Okay, so right there, that's the lie? That's the lie that you've been, um, like, telling yourself? So I think... Um, I'm messing with you. No, no, I know what you're saying, but on a, aside from joking, I think what happened was my actions were just, like, covering who I truly was in my core. And because, like, my actions would be, like, maybe waking up late or whatever, and maybe not feeling so inspired to go through the whole day, mm. I was masking who I am in my core. So that vacation was like a new way of showing like, yo, you are this person at your core, whether you want to be this person or not. So fuck all these bullshit actions and get right back on your purpose type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the daily habits that
1: you feel like we can all slip into were Mm -hmm. not reflective of who you were at your core because your core is someone that would be motivated, trying to help other people. Mm -hmm. But something gets in there and messes us up. And then we could look at our circumstance and be like, well, why isn't this happening for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the mirror, bro. What, what have you been doing? What have you been putting out? What have right, you right. been even doing to deserve this? So, like, for sure, like, I resonate with that, um, with the world being your mirror as far as, like, how you broke it down. But also, like, when like I like to, not say I like to focus on this, but when I hear that topic, I'm kind of like, well... What are some things that I have a problem with in life? Things that I don't like. That Mm can be stuff about other people because, you know, when something wrong is going on in our life, the first thing we want to do is like, oh, it's because this person did this and that person did that, which is really a victim mentality that Mm -hmm. a lot of us fall into because for multiple reasons. You know, one reason is it feels good to feel sad or angry because it's almost like you're soothing yourself because it's like, yes, poor me, yes, I deserve to feel this way. It's a selfish act, kind of, like, right. yes, I, yeah, everyone is wronged me. I have a reason to be upset. I have a reason to be mad at the world. It r- allows you to transfer your energy to you and feel like you need attention. Whether someone gives it to you or not, you're going to give yourself that attention, which is, we could call it pity or whatever, but it mm-hmm. feels good in that sense. So we get stuck in that rut. Or you could be mad at what someone did to you it could be a friend it could be a supervisor it could be someone you're dating but mm-hmm. then when you unpack that situation and you say how is this a reflection of me what does this say about me forget them for a minute because
0: mm-hmm.
1: we can't in too much power or attention in things you can't control just develops anxiety so if you focus on what you can control and what's the other element of this situation that is heavily impacting it and realize that that's yourself you say okay but what does it say about me then okay mm-hmm. uh so someone cheats on you you know you have all the reason to leave that situation you have all the um the all the what's the word I'm looking for all the right I guess to leave the situation but mm-hmm. And, and I want to preface this by saying this, because I say, you know, the world is your mirror, that doesn't mean that you can't put an end to a certain situation. Right. It's the beauty of learning from it, though. So someone cheats on you and you say, I don't want to deal with this because I was wronged in principle. That was sneaky behavior. You lied about something. I don't I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Or let's say something a little heavier. I mean, a little lighter than that. Let's say you're dating someone and they flirt with someone else that could still be wrong. Right. But mm-hmm. let's look at why you're getting upset that they're flirting. Sure, it's a disrespect to you. You know, it feels like you, like pretty much what you did shows that my value wasn't as good as that person's value in that moment. Or I'm worried that you're going to find, a, let's say, an option that is better than me, more valuable than me, that intrigues you more than me, which is going to take a blow to my self-esteem and make me feel like I'm less of something. Or... Um, Let's say it's a supervisor uh, that talked to you a certain way. You're, you could say, you're a mean person. You're wrong. You're wrong. Or you could say, wow, I'm I'm that showed me something about myself. I'm someone that doesn't like disrespect. I'm someone that doesn't like to be belittled. And that's why mm-hmm. I have a problem with this because some people get told what to do and they say, oh, well, that's just my boss. That's just how it is. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, they yelled at me. But, you know, sometimes the boss is having a bad day. Or you could look at it like, no, I don't like that. I like being a leader. I like respect i value respect so every little situation tells you something about yourself Mm -hmm. um where you choose to live you know is it because that previous area sucked or because you just enjoy this type of environment better so you move to where it's more warm throughout the year and it has beaches and it has whatever else or if you want to live in a cold area you're not going to say that that warm area sucked you may say you know i just like to ski and i like snow and i love my family's up north i want to be around family whatever it is like Every little thing we go through is a mirror of ourselves. And um, circumstances, that is, this kind of caters to what you mentioned earlier. If your circumstances aren't what you want them to be. Like when COVID first hit, it was like for me, like as an entrepreneur, it was, oh, well, this sucks. Um, the odds are against me. Oh, now my business is going to be stagnant. Oh, well, okay, let's reverse that. Let's look at it as a mirror. So what does that really mean? oh you're one dimensional oh you easily lose motivation Mm -hmm. um you you are not rising to the challenge of wanting to be more creative or needing to be more creative so you can broaden your horizon and take over other domains while this is the world's condition okay so then i automatically reframe my thoughts because i looked at each situation as a mirror and say Oh no, that's what's being called of me. This is why I'm frustrated about the situation. This is how I change it. Boom. Let me go out. Let me mm-hmm. let me let me um rise to that challenge, you know?
0: So pretty much it seems like what you're saying is when you look at the image of yourself, based on what I'm saying as well. Like, you know, we look at ourselves, we look at how we impact our surroundings, but what you're saying is. The surroundings impact us as well and we need to look at that a little bit deeper mm-hmm. so it seems like um, it's not just my actions that I have to be concerned about, it's maybe my um, I guess inaction, like the things that happen to me, I'm just letting that happen mm-hmm. so they when somebody talks to me them in them. a certain way yeah, I mean I think both ideas come across and completely uh, com- complement one another in that sense because from what I'm gathering from everything we said, it's just like we need to look at everything that's happening to us and like kind of and it's not on a daily basis, guys. It's just more so on like maybe a weekly, a monthly check-in with your on your on your body and see what's going on, check in on your brain, see what's going on. See how you are putting out energy into the universe, see how you're accepting energy in the universe. And try to find out what it all means to you at your core. Try to decide who you really are, because once you find out who you are, then you got to deal with those standards about yourself. then you got a situation where you can't let people just come in and treat you however they want to treat you type of thing it's like once you realize that um like you said if you live even if your daydream too because i was thinking about that when you said like if you're living in a certain area even if you daydream constantly about like living in a warmer area that should say something about you as well you feel me so i'm guessing like look at all these little sciences to kind of find out what you are truly meant to do trying to find out that true calling of while you're here on this earth. Because a lot of times we dream these things and we just never act on them. We kind of let our circumstances dictate our path for us. We kind of just walk through life and just kind of accept things as they are. A lot of us don't try to change the world in our own image. So I think with this whole looking at yourself, it kind of helps you define what it, is, what it means to be you at your core, mm-hmm. from all angles. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think a huge thing that comes with changing yourself at your core mm-hmm. is humility because we're all scared to be humble because we have an ego. So mm-hmm. you can't even grow if you don't even adopt the perspective we just said right now. Mm-hmm. If someone says, if someone's not humble, they're going to be arrogant. They're going to believe right. I deserve everything. Everything should be right for me. Why? Because I'm me. And my cup is already full, meaning I already know everything. So I don't have to learn anything. I don't have to grow. I don't have to develop. But the beauty in being humble is that's where the wisdom can pour in. Humbleness is almost like like putting the sword down, stop fighting, relaxing, dropping your shoulders a little bit, saying, I'm not that important, or
0: right.
1: I don't know everything. Or mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. Okay. Or or just putting things in perspective. Life is bigger than me, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not the end-all, be-all. Once I do that, I'm just going to be vulnerable with myself. I'm going to be open. Right. I'm going to be true about my insecurities. You know, I, I feel insecure. Uh, right. Let's say someone says, I feel insecure when I go to the gym because, you know, I don't look as good as some of the top people in there. Um, I'm not good when it comes to women because, you know, I'm nervous. And I don't really know myself. So I always put on this front or this fake when I go speak to girls or, you know... I try to portray myself as being smarter than I am, but really, I don't know anything. I like, I'll read a book and then just recite this line from the book and now I seem smart. And there's, we all have insecurities. We all have uh, things that make us uncomfortable about ourselves, whether Mm -hmm. we self-imply those or it's something that actually needs work. But you, if you can't be humble enough to be vulnerable and open to yourself, because we have great things just as we have challenges. We have innate strengths and greatness that comes to us from mm-hmm. being uh, from being you. Then you have the other side of the coin that's like, these are the things that you struggle with and make you a little insecure. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they can't be improved, but you can't even improve them or you can't even grow because you're not humble enough to even open yourself to them to say, what's the real deal? Like I want to see what the real... Packages. Mm -hmm. and, And for that person who has a hard time being humble, you're doing yourself a disservice because once you're humble, you literally open yourself up to the growth, to the ladder of taking step by step to get to a stronger point in that thing that was once a weakness. So Mm -hmm. I think that has a lot to do with the world being your mirror, your self-reflection, because without humility, there is no ability to even be aware of it. Like that saying, you don't know what you don't know. That's like Mm -hmm. worse than um, not knowing is not knowing what you don't know. And you won't know what you don't know if you aren't humble enough to make yourself available to those questions. Right. And and really work through that, which reminds me of this episode um, on self-awareness we did last season. For those of you who mm-hmm. didn't listen to it, check out the episode on self awareness, uh, season mm-hmm. one. We talked about it, and it kind of complements what we're saying right now.
0: I believe we did an episode on humility as well, too. I think that was like maybe episode nine or something like that. Oh, so, when I go back to last season, check out those two episodes if you haven't already. But pretty much as far as like humility goes, I think that's like the ground groundwork or the the foundation of growing as a person, realizing that the world is bigger than you. Um, earlier today, I posted something on my um, face, excuse me, Instagram about success. And it was pretty much Steve Harvey talking about how failure leads to success. And he was talking about how Jordan made um, X amount of game-winning shots. But he missed X amount of game-winning shots. But people only count the times that you make it, not the times that you missed it. And it just kind of made me think about it like, you know, when you say humble yourself, I know Jordan used to practice all the time to be great at everything he's done. But there's something inside of him that says, yo, I'm not good enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why, Like if you know, if you had Michael Jordan, right? A lot of us, if we were Michael Jordan for a day, we would walk around with a basketball and I'd him like, yo, come see me because I'm great. You know what I mean? We'd be arrogant about it. Mm-hmm. But to be Michael Jordan at his highest point in life and still practice all the time, you know what I mean? To be Kobe Bryant and still practice at the high, you know at the highest point of your life and still practice every day like you're the worst person. Like you got something to prove to the world. Mm-hmm. That's when you really humble yourself because the world sees you at this mega super icon and you're in the gym working harder than the rest of the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's because um, they still find that there's room to grow within themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they look at it like, all right, well, I missed that one shot. You could have scored 81 points. But that one shot you missed, you're like, yo, I should have made that. I practiced that a 1,000 times. Now I'm going to be hard and practice 2,000 times. So next time my number's called, it's going in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it takes I humility
1: think... to even work, to do that work. That's that's where it comes back yeah. to. It takes humility to even put the work in, which is going to make you greater than if you weren't humble in the mm-hmm. beginning and just walked around like, I got God-given talent. I'm Kobe. I'm Mike. Right, right, right. That's going to get you a certain point. That may have got you drafted, but then you would have fell off and got zero championships. But that humility is what opened them up to the work. I was going to
0: say that's pretty much like that's like them looking at themselves in that mirror pretty much as we're talking about Mm -hmm. finding a floor within. But then also knowing like, yo, at my core, I'm a person who works hard to create everything that's been given to me. So if I have a floor within myself, I'm going to work 10 times harder to create something that um, makes that floor a little bit more acceptable or makes it no longer a floor. You just remove that from my, you know, my list of repertoire. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can even go and say it real quick, um, just to add on to it, at a certain point in a basketball player's career, they're no longer able to complete those high flying dunks because they become more prone to injury. So they start working on certain things like the jump shot and everything like that. And you can see it in a lot of people's careers. And again, it's just like maybe you can't do the dunks all the time, but you find like one good a possession where you can get a high-flying dunk in just to satisfy your fan base, but at the core, you know, like, yo, two mortals, and I might just hurt myself for the rest of the year. You know what I mean? I got to take it easy. Again, humbling yourself and knowing who you are at your core.
1: Yeah, and real quick, um, like, the way that that can cater to, like how you said, you know, if you humble yourself, um, you could realize other parts of your game need to develop. You know, I may not be able to jump as fast, whatever. That's also key in business. And we speak about business a lot. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Good. Like, if you think you could do everything, you'll never hire that person who's actually better at, let's say, tech work than you are mm-hmm. or better at interviewing people and vetting people for your company. You're going to think that you could do everything and you're not the best at everything. You're great right. at certain things. Mm-hmm. Bill Russell spoke about this when it came to leadership advice that he gave Kobe. He mm-hmm. said, I could shoot the ball. I could dribble the ball. But I'm best at rebounding, defending, blocking, dominating the paint. And I have Bob Cousy on my team. He's great at dribbling and shooting. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't I let him do that job and excel in that, and I mm-hmm. worry about what I worry about? That's how he wins 11 rings. If he's mm-hmm. trying to just show off himself because I'm so great, I could dribble, I could shoot, I could rebound, I could block, I could. he wouldn't have as many rings and he would have burnt out way quicker because it, it's all mm-hmm. about him and he's just trying to – He's trying to uh, be the star of the show, opposed to what a real leader would do is mm-hmm. accept their strengths, but also acknowledge other people's strengths and see, like, where can we go if we're all churning at the, at a high level in what we do mm-hmm. best? That's legacy. That's longevity right there. And it starts with being humble.
0: Yeah. Just to add on to that, um, as far as your energies go, if Bill Russell is doing everything like those five things you mentioned, he's going to burn out by the second, third quarter. He's not going to have enough energy for the fourth quarter. You do that 82 games a season, and then you have the playoffs, you're not going to be able to last a long time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if you see LeBron, we say, like, at year 17 in his career, he's just as explosive as he was in day one, damn near. And it's because he's allowed – he's a facilitator. He's mostly known as a facilitator. So he's allowed everybody to share the ball equally. He's not taking every shot. You know what I mean? He stays on top of his regimen. He's like, yo, I don't think I'm the best player in the world you know i think that because you guys tell me that but i'm still going to work hard day in and day out type of thing so i think um as far as our energies that we put out if we're talking about business yeah i think it's cool to learn everything that's possible with that business so you can start to but when you have a business you you tend to lean on other people for certain things right so if you have an interviewer and they have certain questions that they want to ask or whatever you kind of oversee that process but maybe you say hey chime in here chime in there with this one or two different questions just to fully evaluate somebody. So now you can, you're able to look at somebody else's job and say, you know what? You're doing a great job and I could have done any better, but I can suggest you do this because now I can see what you're doing. I can learn from you and grow within myself and then help you grow a little bit more as well. So now we're both um, growing at a, at, a rapid race, at a rapid rate so that this company can grow exponentially. You know what I mean? Um, same thing with accounting. Like if you don't know nothing about accounting, you're learning and they and educating you, but then you're like, all right, well, why don't we do it this way? Maybe you just pointed out something that that accountant student forgot years ago. Because, again, we don't know everything, and the things that we do know, we tend to forget as well. Sometimes you need that little refresher. Like I said, I kind of forgot about me being an inspirational person. Like, I know it's, it's kind of hard to forget, but, like, it's just, like, at my core, it was just, like, I was going through whatever rut. And I was like, fuck it, I don't really feel inspirational at this point in time, you know what I mean? So sometimes you just need a little refresher. Somebody to just remind you, like, yo, this is who you are or this is what you're capable of. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. And that's why the mirror of yourself is great because it helps you to adopt a new perspective or at least control the narrative in a sense or the perspective in itself. Because those ruts come from our perspective on life, too. So you mm-hmm. know who who you are and you're like. Okay, I'm this inspirational person. I do this, I do that, I do that. I got five things I'm great at, and this is what I want to really excel in. This is the cow that I want to milk, so to speak, and I'm going to give all my energy to this, and then something happens, and you're like, damn, and you reframe that thinking to something completely different, and that messes you Mm -hmm. up, but knowing that you could control what you could control, you could... Try to change as much as possible to have more consistent good days. It doesn't mean that every day we're going to be optimal and do everything the best, but Mm -hmm. do something good in that day. You know what I'm saying? The poster behind me says something about, like, today is a good day to have a great day. Like, just find something good in that day. Like, even if things went left or you didn't Mm -hmm. produce as much content or whatever your thing is to do every day, do something towards that. You know what I'm saying? By Mm -hmm. shifting perspective, understanding that you how how things are appearing to you is what you have determined they appear as. And, um, that, 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 you know, you can, you make things, what things are are a reflection of you. Simple as mm-hmm. that. So, right. Right. Uh, I believe we shared a lot of great topics in this episode and, and I believe mm-hmm. the person listening is going to leave here with a changed perspective in their specific situation, you know, in their life. And hopefully, you make a change that is going to empower you because like we say in every episode this season is about placing your power first mm-hmm. and we want y'all to be be like um cognizant of that and every little episode is like a little piece we're trying to give you to help you excel as much as possible because like for me at least it's about legacy like we're, this life you know if you're doing what you're what you love in life you know mm-hmm. it, life seems a little longer Opposed to if you do stuff you, you hate all your life. But either way, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a small window of time. Mm-hmm. And when we pass, this is part of our legacy, which is dedicating our time to make the next person as happy and able in life as we want to be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's true self-love. Because if you want to harm someone else that literally is a is a spirit that's passing time on this earth too that means that you must not think highly of yourself because they're just an a, another example of what you are they're just a rep not a replica mm-hmm. we'll all speak in certain ways but they're just another example of a soul just like you are so right. if we want the best for ourselves we gotta want the best for the next person and i think that's how we can be of the best value and service and therefore that's why we do this podcast and we hope each episode makes you feel
0: just a little bit more empowered. So that's my piece. I was going to say, I think what we covered today was something that a lot of people have a hard time dealing with. Mm -hmm. And it's like when you try to find yourself, most of the time you think about like, where do I even start? So I think we covered that most importantly. It's like just start in the mirror. Just take five minutes and like literally just look at yourself. Sometimes you look in the mirror and we see like, you know, I hate the fact that I don't have any dimples. I hate the fact that, you know, my eyebrows are whatever, you know, my face is too round. My body's too fat. I'm too skinny here. Like we look at all our flaws, but then after that's over, because normally you look at your flaws and then you just leave the mirror, but stay there, find something that you appreciate about yourself and write these things down. So, you know, what areas you have to work on, like you said, control what you can control, all right, so you know, appreciate what you can't control because it's already there for you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't change it. Don't let it harm you. Don't let it take away from who you are. Build on top of it. Embrace those flaws that you can't fix. Fix the ones that you can, and that's how you grow as a person. That's how you discover who you truly are. Exactly. Like and and those weaknesses that you have,
1: like or those things that you don't like, maybe you can strengthen them. If, if it's something you literally can't control, like a circumstance outside of you, then mm-hmm. whatever. Like, someone may feel like, oh, I'm not handsome enough. I'm not pretty enough. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's dissect that. What's beauty? What's, what is what is that even? Okay, now you made an answer to that. Okay, how can you self-improve right, yourself right. naturally? Make yourself look better. Hit the gym. Do, mm-hmm. s- do different things that enhance self. Also, right. beauty is your character. Beauty is the energy you portray. Like, exactly. beauty is the things you do in the world. It Again, but you won't get that way if you don't open your mind. If you don't see yourself... As the mirror, if you don't have the humility, and that's why Mm -hmm. it's so important. So um, I just want to thank everyone for listening. I'm going to let you know where you can find myself on other platforms. And Taekwon will let you know right after, you know, right after I I give my drops. Uh, Mm -hmm. Instagram is Rashard Neal. Facebook is Rashard Neal. YouTube, Rashard Neal. Snapchat, Rashard.Neal website richardneil.com you know what on the next episode i'm just going to say richard neil for everything because there's no point in me saying <laughs> step by step step by step see i'm being humble i'm seeing where i could get better you right there all right, right so right, right. Uh, the email is ffc life coaching at gmail.com mm-hmm. so take on let them know
0: where they can find you so you can find me on instagram at all i do is fit that's like my most used platform you can find me there um snapchat all i do is fit as well and then facebook is taekwon Lino. all right oh, guys email all i do is fit at gmail.com there it is That's you got cool. it all right you guys, guys thanks us. for
1: listening please tell someone else about this mm-hmm. find us on spotify google podcast apple podcast and you can look at us up on youtube on my youtube channel YouTube. Um, for the visual all right? So, we appreciate you guys for listening. Tell a friend. Keep supporting. Honestly, we
0: love y'all. Talk to y'all next time. We ain't wait for a seat at the table. We pulled up a chair. And the view is so beautiful from here. I might shed a tear. I ain't moving. I'm cooling like the Cuban drinks in the air. Cheers.